going to speak. I want to go to the book of Zechariah, the fourth chapter. I want to go to Yasheba Kanda. I want to go to Zechariah, the fourth chapter. <laughs> and I'm going to try to do this in a, in a refined way. For well, this is a high holy Sunday, but somebody has experienced the grace of God. And that's the, that's the only reason why you're here. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, I'm here by the grace of God. <laughs> There's a testimony to the left and the right of you of those who have absolutely defeated the enemy at his own game. And you made it through by the grace that can only come from God. Somebody, somebody here should have been dead and gone. Uh, some of you, somebody was almost dead and gone. But God, but God, but God. And I, 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 I know that you're trying to hold back, but there comes a time where you got to appreciate the grace that God gave to you. And, and you got to give the God, no, no more shade. You got to give the Lord the glory due unto his name. And you got to throw caution to the wind. And, and you got to praise this wonderful, omnipotent God. He is God. This is a manifestation. This is an example 
of the grace of God. I know that we've taught for years that grace, grace is the unmerited favor of God. But I'd like to go a little deeper than that general definition. It indeed is the unmerited favor of God, but grace in its real totality means the supernatural ability to do what you could not do in the natural. When God graces you, he gives you the supernatural ability to do what you could not do in the natural. Every one of us has a testimony. Every one of us comes from a past. Every one of us has a broken history. Uh, I, I know we look very good now, and I know we're born again, and I know we speak in tongues as the Spirit gives utterance, and I know we're washed in the blood of Jesus Christ, but there is a past. And there is a time where we, we may not want to remember, but it's remembered by some. Somebody remembers where you came from. And there is a history that we have that should have, would have, and could have disqualified us. There are deeds that we performed in days gone by that holiness makes look like never happened. There, 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 there is a yesterday that righteousness has replaced. But the truth of the matter is, if it had not been, oh, somebody, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, it was by no goodness of my own, if it had not been for the Lord who saw something in me that I or no one else could see, if it had not been for the Lord taking my place on the cross of Calvary, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, I wouldn't look like I look today, do what I'm doing today, be who I am today. If it had not been for the grace that was extended to me, and the grace of God has appeared unto all men. Through Jesus Christ, the grace of God has appeared, appeared unto all men. We have seen the grace of God extended to us in ways undeserving. None of us deserved that grace. I have been saved and born again for 52 years and despite my tenure with God I still don't deserve a day of it for there are many things that I could recount that I've done after salvation that should have embarrassed God and separated me from the will there are so many things that I can recount after salvation that should have disqualified me but grace Grace, grace, grace. The, the prophet said, he said that he will erect a, a monument and the caption on it would read, grace, grace. Here I raise my Ebenezer, my, my monument, my tribute, my marker to remind me 
of what God did, where he did it, how he did it. In the Old Testament, when God would work a miracle in a specific place, they would put a marker there. They would put stones there. They would build a monument there that would remind them of what God did and the miracle he performed at that time at that place. Y'all don't hear me. And that was so that if they ever forgot and if they ever ran into a situation and a problem that, that, that kind of caught them off guard, they can remember that God did it then. And if he did it before, do I hear anybody here? If he did it before, he will surely show off and do it again. One thing I found out is that God loves to show off in bad situations. The worse your situation, the more God shows up and shows off. Somebody say, show off Jesus. God loves to flex the muscle. God loves to show his power. God loves to deliver out of undeliverable situations. That is the only way that we are here today. I can't help but acknowledge the fact that this grace is undeserved. There is nothing I've done, could do, or will ever do to deserve this grace. How can he take such a broken vessel born in sin, shapened in iniquity, and how can he take and salvage? That's where we get our word salvation. Salvage, to take out of the muck and the mire, take something worthless, find worth in it, and use his own blood to cleanse it, to purge it, to purify it from every sin. And then not just do that, but pedestal it. Put it on display. Let the whole world see that this is what God brought out of darkness into the marvelous light. This is what God took from the gutter and placed on a solid rock. This is what grace looks like. This is what sin could not destroy. This is what the past situations could not overwhelm. You better believe that you're greater than the things that were thrown at you. How did you get through all that you've been through? How did you make it through those pitfalls that you had to overcome? Grace! How, how, how did you get to this place looking so good, so free? How did you get to this place so filled and so purposeful? How did you get to this place where people look at you and they don't even know who you are compared to who you were? How did you get to this level of success in life? You have to look up and say, Grace! Because let me tell you something. None of us has the ingenuity None of us has the wisdom. None of us has the format or the plan. None of us is creative enough. None of us, I don't hear anybody. None of us is strong enough in our own flesh. For in this flesh, 
Smells no good thing. I may look good, but in this flesh dwells no good thing. Suit may be right, but in this flesh dwells no good thing. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. In my abilities, I will always fall short. In my power, I am finite. In my authority, I am broken at best. But God, I feel like running. But God has taken this broken vessel, put it back up on the potter's wheel, started to spin, broke down the broken vessel, and began to remodel, reconstruct, reform. Y'all don't hear me. And make it a vessel of honor, fit for the master's use. Make it a vessel of honor that can glorify God. This is what grace looks like. This is the thing that caused demons and angels to scratch their head in disbelief and say, what is man that you're so mindful of him? What is the son of man that you come down and visit him? This is what grace brought about. This is what grace caused to be. The powers of hell weren't strong enough to defeat me. I don't hear anybody here. When you came to Jesus, you had all the attention of heaven and all the attention of hell on you at the same time. God gave angels charge over you and demons constructed assaults against you. But the greatest assault attempt that the enemy has done has fallen short and failed. We escaped. Somebody say, I escaped. I, we escaped of what the enemy planned we escaped from generational curses we escaped from the seed of sin we escaped I don't hear you here from the dysfunction of the flesh by the grace of God we stepped over the trap by the grace of God we shook off the shackles by the grace of God the anointing destroyed the yoke his grace we're standing here today somebody say this is what grace should have been dead by now should have been dead by now should have been a victim of a pandemic should have been a casualty of a broken life. Oh God, this is what rape could not destroy. Rape at eight years old. This is what rape could not destroy. This is what molestation could not destroy. Molested at 14 years old. This is what molestation could not destroy. Y'all not here, I'm rejoicing all by myself. 
you put your life experience to it. This is what fear could not destroy. This is what insecurity could not destroy. This is the life that's been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And the blood still works. And the blood still works. This is what beat the devil out of his own game. This is what pushed the devil back. This is what caused Satan to flee. This is what grace looks like. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm talking about me. This is what grace. Hey. Hey. This is what the plot and the plan of my enemies could not hinder or stop. This is what those who spoke ill. This is what those who spoke ill have to deal with now. Because they should have killed me when they had the chance. But somebody raise your voice and say, I'm still here. By the grace of God, I'm still here. And I'm not going nowhere. Can I go just a little bit further and I'm going to stop? This, this, now this is going to sound a little crazy, but the book of Zephaniah said that this is what God rejoices over. Wow. God rejoices over us because he doesn't see us in our dysfunction. He sees us through his grace. And he sees that our end is better than our beginning. We won't leave here like we came. This is what God rejoices over. When he sees his sons and daughters in his image and likeness overcome life's vicissitudes, overcome life's struggles, make it through and go through praising this is what God rejoices over. And then it says, this is what God sings about. I didn't realize that God sang until I read that scripture. That he sings about us. Zephaniah said that God sings about us. We're used to singing to him. Didn't realize he's singing about us. We're used to praising him in worship. Didn't realize that he's singing about us. Singing about our faith. Singing about our struggle. Singing about how we made it through. Singing about how we never let go. Singing about our future. Singing about our success. Y'all better hear God singing. He's singing with your name in the song. Your name is in the song. And that song is our victory. That song is our triumph. Somebody scream a praise to God. 
okay. I'm going to stop here because I feel an explosion about to happen. I'm because somebody's catching on that we're only here because God interfered with and interrupted death. Death had a plan and death had a schedule and death was determined that it was going to take some of us out of here. But God stepped in between you and death and told death to get back because this is my child and there's a work to be done and God extended grace again. Somebody say grace again. God extended grace again. Hold on. I'm going to ask everyone to stand. I got it. I'm going to end right here. I'm going to end right here. Everyone's standing. I hear that praise. I hear that praise. I hear that breakthrough. I hear that breakthrough. <laughs> that, that's somebody who understands. That's somebody who's living by grace. And there shall be a monument. And there shall be a monument with the caption. Grace, grace, I am that monument, we are that monument, and the caption over our head is grace, grace, by grace are we saved, grace, grace, hallelujah, hallelujah, and the word was made flesh, and dwelt among us. We beheld his glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Grace. 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 Grace, grace. Grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace, grace, God's grace. Grace that is greater than all our sin. How sweet that sounds. One day it saved a wretch like me. Well, I once was lost, but now am 
all over us. It's, it's written all over us. It's written all over us. It's written all over us. It's written. Grace. Got up from our beds of affliction. Grace. Made it through poverty. Grace. Made it through broken relationships. Grace. Didn't lose our minds. Grace. Didn't die. Grace. Grace walked on the enemy's head by grace. Won the battle through Jesus Christ by grace. And I'm standing here only because you But we're standing here, not by our might or power, only because you made a way. Not by might, not by power, but by spirit. You made a way. When our backs were against the wall, and it looked as if it was all that you made of. And we're standing. 